Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody welcome into episode number 587 of underground sports philadelphia presented by the city of vineland it's kb coming at you on a solo dolo episode of the podcast a little sunday fun day into your monday morning as we've got monday night football with the birds and the chiefs uh but the fight and phil's decided to break news and make headlines on this beautiful sunday so we'll talk all things hot stove Aaron Nola, what could be coming next, and a whole lot more. We'll get you set for Monday Night Football. We'll talk some Sixers. We'll talk some Flyers. We'll talk some Water Dogs as well because we got some more Water Dogs news to discuss. Uh, and then we won't do Brink Bonk Bump because Pat Pitts is not here. That's our thing. Uh, but I will spin the wheel, keep the wheel going, and uh, that'll happen at the end of the episode. So stick around for that one, ladies and gents. Uh, but before we get into everything, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. If you want to watch our Wednesday episodes before they go anywhere else with myself and Matt, we record them live on Twitch for the people at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you decide to consume your audio version of podcasts from. Uh, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple and Spotify. It really does go a long way for helping this show continue to grow, helps more people find the podcast, helps us do more dope stuff, and lets us really you know, take this to a new level of where we want to bring Underground Sports as a whole, as a company, as a brand. Um, truly does go a long way if you guys leave those reviews so keep leaving the reviews keep subscribing unsubscribe resubscribe it's one of our favorite things to do around thanksgiving you're gonna be with your family it's the easiest thing to do tell them to pull their phones out tell them to subscribe to your favorite podcast underground sports philadelphia unsubscribe resubscribe it really plays with the algorithm so subscribe uh, and subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Do this as well at your Thanksgiving dinner tables. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We are trying to get to 700 subscribers before the end of the month. I know it is a tall task. I know we only have 10 days left to do it by the time you guys are listening to this. Uh, we need 65 more subscribers. We're at 635 I would love to get to 650 by Thanksgiving. If not more, I think 15 more of you out there watch this show, listen to this show, and you're not subscribed. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's where you get full video episodes of this podcast twice a week, full video episodes of every podcast on our network. We did a plethora of live streams this past week from all the PLL breaking news. We did like two and a half hours of radio. We had an F1 whole watch along. We had a whole uh, Netflix cup watch party. 
we did tons of live streams. We're trying to do more live streams as well on the YouTube channel. So go subscribe. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Go subscribe. That's where all of our video content is. And be sure to get your merch. PHIapparel.co. Black Friday's right around the corner. You want to support us in the biggest way possible. Shop local. Shop from PHI Apparel Company. Stand out in the crowd at tailgates. Hanging out at the bar. Going out with your people. Hanging out at home and watching your favorite teams go to work. Rock your merch from PHI Apparel Company. And you can get Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast merch as well. All of our brands. We're doing it big. Like... So go get your merch. Go get your merch. It really does like help us a ton. Um, and if you want to support us in a monetary way as well, getting your merch is the most effective way to do it. It's phiapparel.co. Use code underground for 10% off your merch orders. And when you get your merch, tag us, tweet at us. We'll repost it everywhere because we want to see where you're rocking your merch from. And, of course, this podcast is presented by the city of Vineland, our hometown getting behind us. We love that. We love the city of Vineland. And the City of Vineland Municipal Calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community part of my yawn and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city finally new jersey where it's always growing season and big thank you to security 21 security systems and paul j gillespie incorporated for their continued support of this podcast but what is popping party people it's kb as i mentioned at the top of the show normally we'd be leading this show off getting ready for monday night football but guess what guys Aaron Nola and the fight in Phils broke the internet this afternoon as I was on my way home from the Poconos for a bachelor party for our OG producer, Tyler Steinbrand. Shout out to the boy. Aaron Nola commits for the long haul, as MLB.com puts it. It's brought to you by Security 21 Security Systems because they know how to lock it down, and they lock it down for us, and they're going to be locking it down all hot stove season. All our hot stove updates brought to you by Security 21 LLC Security Systems. Uh, they are a first-generation family-owned and operated security installation and service provider offering physical and electronic security and surveillance systems. Owners Vince and Jerry Riley each having over 25 years of experience in the electronic security and cable television industries, founded the company all the way back in March of 2005. If you need security, contact Security 21 Security Systems, LLC, uh, at 856-384-7474, or visit them at 119 Steeplechase Court in Deptford, New Jersey. Uh, shout out to Security 21. They have been one of our OG sponsors, and they will be providing our hot stove updates in 2023-2024, this baseball offseason. Most importantly, Aaron Nola. One of the greatest pitchers in Philly's history. By statistics, by being a savior of the franchise, back in the dark ages of, of the rebuild. He's going to build upon that legacy, as Todd Zalecki put it at MLB.com. Phillies. And Aaron Nola have agreed to a seven-year deal worth $172 million. 
Dave Dombrowski said at the outset of this offseason, we made signing Aaron our top priority. We're committed to winning and having an individual like him in our, our uniform for years to come only helps us in that regard. Aaron has proven to be one of the best and most durable pitchers in our game for a number of years now. And when considering his leadership abilities and his character, it was very important for us to keep him a part of the Phillies family. Nola's going to be 37 when he finishes his 16th season with the Philadelphia Phillies in 2030. If he pitches at least one game in each of the next seven years, only Mike Schmidt will have played more seasons in Philadelphia. Schmidt played 18, and no one has pitched more seasons for the Phillies than Steve Carlton, which is 15. Aaron Nola being back is massive for a number of reasons, and I'm going to break it down for everybody here. I know there's naysayers out there. I know there's people who were very worried about Aaron Nola's performance this regular season of 2023. Well, hear me out. Okay. Aaron Nola, like mentioned in Todd Zalecki's article at MLB.com, he's one of the, like Dave Dombrowski said, one of the most durable pitchers in baseball. He's going to give you 200-plus innings every single season as long as he's healthy. That's what Aaron Nola does. He goes out there, he's a workhorse, he shoves, he's a beast. Sure, he had a 4-4-6 ERA this year. I think part of that is because his agent kind of put a lot of pressure on him by floating out there in spring training if they were looking for $200-plus million for him. Uh, his FIP was lower than his ERA. That's a good sign. A 4-0-3 FIP compared to a 4-4-6 ERA. Still went 12-9 and this year. Started 32 games three straight years. 2021, 2022, and 2023, he started 32 games for you. Uh, pitched 193 and two-thirds innings this year. He's going to be a workhorse for this team. He's had three consecutive seasons uh, of 220 or of 200 plus strikeouts. And if you eliminate 2020 short in year, 2018, 2019, 2021, 2022, and 2023, he's had 200 plus strikeouts. That's a dog. Aaron Nola is a dog. And to have that as your number two starter behind Zach Wheeler for the foreseeable future is phenomenal. Uh, and you look at Aaron Nola's stats in even years versus odd years. For some reason, he pitches really well in even years and odd years. There's some bumps in the road. Guess what's coming up next year, guys? 2024 just so happens to be an even year, and you're paying him for seven years. People complaining, oh, that's going to look like a bad contract. No, it's not. In seven years, that contract is going to look like we're paying Aaron Nola a dollar because that's how baseball works. The number for a pitching contract goes up and up and up and up. To be able to get Aaron Nola around $25 million a year for the next seven years is unheard of for a pitcher of his caliber. And it was put out there that the Braves were trying to lure Aaron Nola to come pitch for them, and he said, uh-uh, not happening. Shut down the Braves again. Look at that. Aaron Nola is a beast. He said, I'm not going to Atlanta. I'm not turning my back. On the city of brotherly love, the city that raised me, the city that raised me as the pitcher I am, and I want to find this from his Players Tribune article that he put out because it is, it just tugs at the heartstrings. It's a beautiful thing, and I want to put it out there. Aaron Ola, I never spent time in a large city before. I remember saying to myself, this has got to be the biggest city in the world. 
and it gradually got to a point where Philly began to feel like home. It didn't feel quite so big anymore. That's our guy. That's our guy. Aaron Nola wanted to be here. He wanted to be a Philly for life. He talked about it at the end of the, the season last year, an unfortunate ending, obviously, but he said, I hope I'm here. This is where I want to be. This is the only place I pitch. This is where I want to pitch. This is where I want to play. This is where this is the city I want to be in. And Dave Dombrowski in the front office got it done. I was doing a happy dance in my car on the way home from the Poconos when I heard the alert go off of my phone, and it got read to me by, by my phone. Like, I was thrilled. I texted our former colleague, now working at NBC Sports Philly, Brooke Destra, because we were bang bang Aaron Nola gang, duck hat gang, shout out to Brooke. I was thrilled. Like we we love like Aaron Nola is a Philly. When you think Aaron Nola, he's a Philadelphia Philly through and through. He's a guy that's gonna be on the wall of fame. If he pitches well over these next seven years, gets a ring, maybe two. He's a guy that you could be in the consideration, however it plays out, could potentially, I'm not saying it's, it will, he could potentially be a guy that gets his number retired by the organization. That's how much of a core piece to this franchise Aaron Nola is. I was at Aaron Nola's first start against the Tampa Bay Rays in 2015. I was out in Ashburn Alley watching him warm up in the bullpen and looking at that lineup, it's an absolute joke of a lineup that the Phillies were throwing out there. But Aaron Nola was like the bright light. He was the first prospect that got called up during the rebuild to be like a core piece of this next generation of Philadelphia Phillies. And we started a chant, he's our savior. And it was just like something felt different as soon as Aaron Nola went out and took the mound. Sure, the Phillies lost one nothing because they gave up a home run to an American League pitcher because they were playing the Tampa Bay Rays. But something just felt different when Aaron Nola got called up. Something felt different when Reese Hoskins got called up. Like, you pinpointed different guys. And, you know, it felt the same when Bohm and Stott got called up. Ranger Suarez, Sir Anthony Dominguez. Like, those are guys that you built from the ground up in this organization. And Aaron Nola was the first domino of that. And for Aaron Nola to be in a Phillies uniform for effectively the rest of his career is one of the coolest things. It doesn't happen all the time in sports. And I think we, we all need to appreciate Aaron Nola. Sure. There's bumps in the road. Sure. He had an up and down season this past year, but look at what he did in the playoffs. Look how he stepped up to the plate. Sure. NLCS game six wasn't ideal. Look what he did to get us our ticket to the playoffs. Look what he did last year to punch our ticket to the playoffs in 2022 for the first time in nearly a decade, over a decade. Look what he did to get us to the playoffs this year. Look what he did in the wild card series. Look what he did in the NLDS. Look what he did in game two of the NLCS. Aaron Nola is so underappreciated in this city and the way that Phillies fans that are just not appreciating him enough for how good of a pitcher he really is drives me nuts because you look at what he's able to do. You look at how he commands a strike zone when he's on. It is magical. And to have him and Wheeler as your one-two punch going into this next however long, and you know, there's reports that they're working on a Zach Wheeler extension. They're working on a Bryce Harper extension. This Phillies core is going to be intact for so long. 
and we we haven't had that. Like we had the run of 07 to 11, but that was such a short time frame, and it kind of got stolen away from us in a lot of aspects, from injuries to trades to not being intact the whole time, having to trade Cliff Lee to bring Roy Halladay in. Like Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto, Kyle Schwarber, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, Alec Bohm, Bryson Stott, Trey Turner, Nick Castellanos, Brandon Marsh, uh, you know, Garrett Stubbs is back now. Chief Vibes Officer, shout out to the boy. Like Jose Alvarado, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jeff Hoffman now. These guys are going to be around for years to come. And I saw John Boy put a tweet out. Like, that is how you get your fans to to buy in and, and be thrilled about your team is to give them familiarity with players. Give them a core to root for. Give them players that they know they can rely on and depend on to be here. It's not a one-year deal type of situation with a lot of guys. That is how you build your fan base Dave Dombrowski gets that. John Middleton gets that. And there's a quote from John Middleton from an article that Alex Coffey put out that I think is phenomenal. How much money did the 27 Yankees make? Or the 29 Oakland A's? Or maybe it was the Philadelphia A's. It says the 29 A's. I was just thrown in the city. Or the 75, 76 Big Red Machine, Middleton said. Does anybody know? Does anybody care? Nobody knows or cares whether any of them made any money or not. And nobody cares about whether I make money or not. If my legacy is that I didn't lose any money owning a baseball team on an annual operating basis, that's a pretty sad legacy. It's about putting trophies in the cases. And that's how an owner of a baseball team, of a sports franchise, should function. John Middleton gets it. He gets the meaning of being an owner of a sports franchise. Jeffrey Lurie gets that meaning of being an owner of a sports franchise. And we're so lucky. And you can see just the success rates of the Phillies and the Eagles for having owners that care, having owners that want to win. That means something to the fans. That means something to the players. That means something to everybody in the organization. Gives meaning to going to work every day. It's because the person at the top cares. John Middleton cares, and that's the best part about this Phillies run is that John Middleton is going to greenlight whatever it takes to win a World Series for the Philadelphia Phillies organization, for the city of Philadelphia, for Phillies fans everywhere. That is his mission. He wants to win, and that is exciting because the reports today after Aaron Nola gets signed We're talking about the Phillies are still going to be aggressive for the number one Japanese pitcher on the market. Yoshi Yamamoto, baby. Yoshi Yamamoto. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're telling me that the Phillies could sign Aranola and still be in the market For Yoshinobu Yamamoto, 25-year-old stud pitcher from Japan, pitches for the Oryx Buffaloes, and the Phillies are going to be aggressive in the mix. If we can land Yoshi, 
and have Wheeler, Nola, Yamamoto, Taiwan Walker, Ranger Suarez, Christopher Sanchez in this rotation in 2024 alone. We're cooking with gas, everybody. And that's not even talking about upgrading bench pieces, upgrading, you know, here and there, getting a bullpen piece and getting a legitimate closer in the mix. I'm telling y'all, we're on Yamamoto watch, which is absolutely insane. By the time you guys are listening to this, he's getting posted um, to be negotiated with. That's how, like, the Japanese... Uh, the NPB works. You have to get posted in order for major league teams to negotiate with you. Yamamoto teammates with Kodai Senga, Masataka Yoshida, who I was a big fan of. Um, who's like the guy that Bryce Harper is his idol. Um, he's next up. And, you know, the the thought is, like, he's going to be in that $25 million a year range for, like, eight, nine years. Do it. He's 25 years old. And he's so good. And to have a one, two, three punch like that, followed by Ranger Suarez, Taiwan Walker, Christopher Sanchez, like, that's some real deal pitching. Then you go get yourself a closer. You go get a bench piece that can hit for power. Phillies are cooking with gas, everybody. Like, I cannot tell you how excited I am for baseball season already. And it's November 20th. It's November 20th, and I'm already, like, daydreaming about what the end of March is going to be like. We have Ring It Volume 2, our live tailgate podcast that is happening on the date known as March 30th. March 30th, Phillies Braves, Saturday afternoon, opening night. Uh, even though it's a 405 start, we will be doing Ring It Volume 2. We did our live tailgate podcast for the first time this past season. We're running it back this year uh, for Volume 2. And uh, we're trying to make this an annual thing. So be there. Mark your calendars right now. March 30th, 2024, Jetro Lot, Ring It Volume 2. Let's run it back. Um, we could be talking about a, a Yamamoto start on that day. We could be talking about an Aranola start on that day as the guy. And I am telling you all right now, I will be at Aranola's first start of the season so I can give him a standing ovation and show him the love he deserves. It felt like that entire playoff run from the game that we clinched to go to the playoffs to the wild card to the uh NLDS to the NLCS game two that I was at like it was all Nola starts that I was at and it was just like fate that I was like there to watch Aaron Nola put on master class performances I was nervous that they were going to be uh the final times I'd see Aaron Nola in a Phillies uniform the way he was you know doing the tip of the cap getting standing ovations coming off the mound and everything I'm just thrilled he's he's back. He deserves to be here, and I hope people realize that, like, last year is more so an anomaly in the Aranola arc of his career. Um, You know, looking at everything considered, you know, 
Let's start with 2018. His Cy Young candidacy year finished third in the Cy Young. Got MVP votes. He went 17 and six with a 2.37 ERA. 2019 goes 12 and seven with a 3.87 ERA. I think even if we got that, people would be thrilled. Um, you look at 2020, the shortened pandemic year. 3.28 ERA went five and five in 12 starts. Uh, 2021 went nine and nine with a 4.63 ERA. In 32 starts. And then 2022, 11 and 13, 325 ERA, 32 starts. And then this year, 12 and 9 with a 446 ERA. I think this year, truly an anomaly of his career. Like 2021, worse ERA. And 2016, his first full season uh, was a worse ERA than this year. I think a lot of it was the pent-up pressure from his agent, him wanting to over-deliver and perform um, to get the contract he felt he deserved, and I think he got the contract he deserved. He earned a lot of money back in the postseason for sure, well-earned, well-deserved, and I think this is a fair deal for both the Phillies and Aaron Nola. He took less money to stay in Philadelphia. He flipped the double bird to the Braves and said, I'm not going to Atlanta. I'm not turning my back on the boys and shuts down the Atlanta Braves again after the Atlanta Braves start shipping out all these players trying to clear space to go sign Aaron Nola. He's like, uh-uh, not happening. Sorry, pals. And I love that. I love just shove the Braves right out of the picture. I love that for us. I love that for Nola. Let's ride. Welcome home, Aaron. Welcome home. Let's shift gears. Uh, it's brought to you by our pals over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It is a refreshing light beer, just 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, just 8 grams of carbs. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny Finders. He's got Kenny's on tap in the Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and Maryland areas. Must be 21 or older to do so. And you can also get it at your local liquor stores, but you must be 21 and, of course, please drink responsibly. we got Monday Night Football on deck. Eagles-Chiefs, a rematch of the Super Bowl. First time seeing the Chiefs since then. No Taylor Swift in the building. So that's a nice little reprieve. We will have Taylor Swift. And I, I respect Taylor Swift a ton, but it's nice to know that we can sit through a football game and not have Taylor Swift uh, on camera shoved down our throats the entire game. Uh, wrapping around the NFL like we always do on Sunday nights uh, into Mondays. Uh, Thursday, the Ravens beat the Bengals 34-20, to and Joe Burrow out for the year. NFL and the Bengals might be in a lot of trouble for not putting Joe Burrow on the injury report. Torn ligament in his hand, not good. Hopefully Joe Burrow is okay. Best of luck in a speedy and healthy recovery to Joe Shiesty. The Browns squeak by the Steelers 13-10. to The Dolphins squeak by the Raiders 20-13. to The Lions come back from being down 12 and beat the uh, Bears 31-26. to The Jaguars absolutely pounce the Titans 34-14. to The Packers squeak by the Chargers 23-20. The Texans handle the Cardinals 21-16. to the Dallas Cowboys beat the Carolina Panthers 33-10. The Giants' Tommy DeVito, baby, comes through and beats the Commanders 31-19. The 49ers beat the Buccaneers 27-14. to 
The Bills beat the Jets 32-6. The Rams squeak by the Seahawks 17-16. And the Broncos win on Sunday Night Football 21-20. Wild day of football. Wild looks in the standings, especially in the NFC. Eagles still atop uh, at 8-1. But the Lions at 8-2, they are the real deal, ladies and gents. 49ers at 7-3, Cowboys at 7-3, you've got the Seahawks at 6-4, Vikings at 6-5. NFC playoff picture's kind of taken its shape outside of the NFC South where the Saints are 5-5. You don't really know who's going to win the South just yet because the Falcons and Bucks are 4-6. But for the most part, everything's taken shape in the NFC. The AFC is where it's kind of wild. Um... Ravens are eight and three. Jags are seven and three. Chiefs are seven and two. Dolphins are seven and three. Uh, the Browns are seven and three. Steelers are six and four. Texans are six and four. Um, Broncos five and five and alive. Bills six and five. Like the AFC is all types of wacky, and I'm thrilled the Eagles aren't in the AFC and don't have to deal with any of that. Cause good grief, um, that's going to be a wild stretch run. In the AFC, we talked about Eagles Chiefs a lot on Wednesday's show where we think Devontae Smith is going to be the X factor in this game. I still believe that wholeheartedly. Um, They're going to have to use Devontae big time. You're going to have to establish the run against this Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense is no slouch. They're very good. They're very talented. you got to be able to do some things against them, though, because their offense hasn't been world. They haven't been world beaters this year. They've been very solid, very good in a lot of ways, but they aren't a typical Chiefs offense just yet. And I think the Eagles have the explosivity on offense to go out and make plays. They have the playmakers to do it from A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, DeAndre Swift. Go out and make plays. It stinks you don't have Dallas Goddard, but you have the best quarterback in the NFC right now, Jalen Hurts. Let him go make plays. Let him win you the game. You got to be smart. You got to be tactical. Can't have turnovers in this game if you want to win because their defense is that good. But I think there is a way for the Eagles to be smart, go into Arrowhead, come out with a win, be 9-1 and one going into the Kelly Green game against the Bills post-Thanksgiving. And I think that'll be huge. You know, you're coming off a bye and, and an extended bye at that because you're playing Monday night. Chiefs doing the same thing. Andy Reid has always been very good off a of bye, so you're going to have to play against that. But I'm excited to see how this game kind of plays out. Eagles-Chiefs is going to be, uh, I think, as advertised. You know, Matt mentioned it, and it typically always happens. You know, these big-time, you know, hyped-up games end up being letdowns. But I think this game could really live up to the hype. Monday Night Football, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call. Uh, on ESPN, and I think it's going to be quite the spectacle for the world to watch the Eagles and the Chiefs on the big stage, solo game, the only game on, and and really put on a performance for the season. I think this could be one of the best games of the season in the regular season uh, this year. So, go Birds, go Birds, go freaking Birds. Let's beat the Chiefs. It's not redemption. It's not a revenge game. Nothing will ever top winning a Super Bowl. Nothing will be revenge for losing a Super Bowl unless you play them again in the Super Bowl this year. But you're still, you know, 
It's just a regular season game. Can't treat it as a revenge game, really. You just want to get you want to get a little swagger back from them, though. That's really what it is. It's a swagger get back game, and uh, I think it'd be huge for just the the overall vision of the Eagles this year if they're able to come out on top against the Chiefs. Because I think too many people are just disrespecting the Eagles, throwing them out the window when it comes to being a Super Bowl appearance team. And uh, it's it's not cool. It's not cool, you know. You, they got the best record in the NFL, and, and you're disrespecting them like that. Not a fan. And that's all bias aside, you know. An 8-1 and one team should not be getting disrespected the way the Eagles are by so many people. Um, so let's go shock the world and beat the Chiefs and silence the critics, silence the haters, and call it a night. Let's go. Bang, bang, bird gang. Um some quick hits, the Sixers. It's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company. Like I mentioned, go to phiapparel.co if you want to stand out in the crowd at the Wells Fargo Center, at the Link, at the Tailgates, at Citizens Bank Park, Subaru Park, hanging out with your friends and family, down at the bar, whatever it may be, PHI Apparel Company's got you covered with the best designs for all so you can stand out in the crowd and get your Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast merch as well at PHI Apparel dot co use code underground for 10 percent off your order it's the most effective and direct way to support us in a monetary uh you know sense get your philly dog shirts that now double up for the water dogs even though it's green the, the dogs are in town the dogs are in town um some awesome designs black friday's around the, the corner as well gear up support us support a local business with phi apparel company the best hoodies in the game, hands down. Uh, PHIapparel.co, code underground, for 10% off your order. The Sixers, they uh, improve in the in-season tournament on Friday and beat the Detroit Pistons. Or no, the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sorry, they had uh, the Pistons earlier um, in the tournament. I don't know what I was thinking there. Um, but they beat the Hawks 126 to 116 on Friday night. And then uh, tonight they beat the Brooklyn Nets 121 to 99. Tyrese Maxey hitting logo threes, just like we all have ever dreamt of. 25 and 10 for Maxey, 32, uh, 12 and 9 for Joel Embiid. DeAnthony Melton with 21 points in this game. Jaden Springer continues to be fantastic off the bench and the Sixers get a big time win and they continue to just be on an early season tear they're 10 and 3 just one game back of the Celtics for the top seed with uh you know each team having a game in hand against each other there already in this early go um Sixers are 8 and 3 in conference play 6 and 2 at home 4 and 1 on the road can't be mad at the way they've been playing. They've been playing fantastic basketball. This is without Kelly Oubre, obviously, too, who had a hot start to the season. Um, I've been very impressed with how the Sixers have played. And next up on the schedule is uh, in-season tournament game, final bit of group stage play um, at home against the Cavs. Win that, and I think you're, you're in to the knockout round which is cool. Um, I don't know if there's standings for that on the NBA website or not. I want to see. 
if there is, because I know the Pacers have been ahead of the Sixers because they beat us head to head. Um, I just want to see the standings. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, so yeah, the Pacers are two and zero. What is the Pacers' schedule for the in-season tournament? That is the question. That's the question. I'm sure they have a game on Tuesday, and I would assume they have a game on Friday as well. Yeah, so they play the Hawks, uh, and then they play on Black Friday against the Pistons. Uh, so they have two games left. Sixers only have one game left. So it's kind of wait and see through uh, Black Friday for the Sixers with the in-season tournament games. Got to finish with a better point differential, which we love on this show. We love when point differentials matter. Uh, and the Sixers have a better score differential right now at plus 12. Pacers at plus 11. Uh, Sixers have been scoring points. They've got the most points in Group A at 366. They've also given up the most in Group A so far. Granted, they have played uh, the most games along with the Pistons, who are already eliminated from Group A. Um, but the, the Cavs, uh, Pacers, and Hawks have all only played two games so far. Um, so we'll see how that kind of evens out. But so far, it's looking pretty decent. I want the Sixers to win this whole thing just for glory and bragging rights and saying, hey, the Sixers did it. Sixers won the in-season tournament. Uh, wild card-wise right now, Sixers are on the outside looking in when it comes to the wild card. Um, and that is simply because the Heat have only played uh, two games as well. So they still have uh, two more games to play in, in their group play. But I want the Sixers to advance. I want them to be in that final eight going and, and competing for a shot to get to the final four in Vegas and, and then go win the whole damn thing. That's that's going to be awesome. The parade down Broad Street in January for the in-season tournament is going to be beautiful. It's going to be glorious. Let's fucking go. Um I'm here for it. The Sixers are playing really good basketball right now. It's a lot of fun to watch them. Um, and you just want that to continue throughout the remainder of the season, obviously, and, and just keep it rolling. You know, you got the Cavs for the in-season tournament on Tuesday. Then Wednesday, you go to Minnesota to play the Timberwolves. Then Saturday, you are at Oklahoma City. Then you're back home on Monday to take on LeBron and the Lakers. Uh, then Wednesday, you're in New Orleans. And that's your month of December. And then December 1st, or I'm sorry, that's your month of November. Then December 1st, you're in Boston to play the Celtics again because that's just what we do in the early go. Um, and then you have the in-season tournament breaks, which hopefully the Sixers are playing uh, in those games, obviously. Um, but then regular season resumes uh, December 11th uh, at home against the Wizards. Then you're at the Pistons, home against the Pistons, at the Hornets, home against the Bulls home against the Timberwolves, home against the Raptors, at the Heat on Christmas Day at 8 o'clock p.m., doubleheader of Philly sports, Eagles and Sixers both playing on Christmas Day. Then uh, December 27th, you're at the Magic. December 29th, you're at the Rockets. December 30th, you're at the Bulls. And that's all of 2023 for the Philadelphia 76ers. So lots of good things on the horizon for the basketball team. Uh, upcoming, and it has been a pleasant surprise to see how well they have played to start this season. Just hope it continues. Hope it keeps rolling. Um, and then the Flyers, quietly, it's brought to you by our pals over at FOCO, the best in the game. You want forever collectibles 
that will make your collections look exquisite. You guys saw me rocking the Phillies uh, overalls all postseason long. They got you covered. They got Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, I'm pretty sure, overalls as well. Um, they've got awesome bobbleheads that are pristine. I got to get some for the shelves back here uh, because they would look awesome back there, obviously. FOCO is the best in the game. Their collectibles are second to none. I want to have a whole shelf dedicated to FOCO at this point because they are awesome. Click the link in the description. Use our link um, and support FOCO, support us, and uh, check out everything they have to offer from bobbleheads to apparel. The whole nine yards. FOCO is the best. I love the homies over at FOCO. Shout out to them. Uh, click the link in the description to start collecting your forever collectibles. Um, Flyers right now, <laughs> quietly, are second in the Metropolitan Division. They are 10-7-1. and one. Uh, They have an eight-goal differential, have 21 points on the season, and are playing some really goddamn good hockey right now, guys. They, they are on a win streak of five in a row. Since that letdown game against the Sharks, the Flyers have beaten the Ducks six to three, beaten the Kings four to two, beat the Hurricanes three to one, beat the Vegas Golden Knights in overtime on Saturday four to three, and then beat the Blue Jackets five to two on Sunday to improve and, and extend their win streak to five games. They have the Islanders, Rangers, and Islanders upcoming. Um, and then the Hurricanes, the Devils, and that is the month of November. So a tough stretch here uh, upcoming as the Rangers are in first place in the Metropolitan. Islanders, not that good this year. Devils, not that good this year. Hurricanes, you've been back and forth with them. There's a lot of uh, you know opportunity there. But right now, Flyers playing some damn good hockey, and it's fun. I was talking about this at the bachelor party I was at this weekend. It's stress-free hockey. We've talked about it on the pod here, myself and Pat Pitts as well. It's stress-free hockey. If they win, it's awesome. It's fun. They're playing loose. They're playing fun hockey and going to be able to do some cool stuff and, and keep us entertained. If they lose, it's kind of what they're supposed to do. They're not supposed to be a good team, and it's okay to admit that and okay to understand that. But right now, they're playing some really damn good hockey. And it's fun to to watch. You know, it's it's really cool to see how well this young core is playing. They're in second place, and they played three less games than both the Rangers and Capitals. I'm sorry, three more games than the Rangers and Capitals. Both the Rangers and Caps have played 15. The Flyers have played 18. Uh, we've won five in a row, which is the longest winning streak in the Eastern Conference and the longest winning streak in hockey right now. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, 21 points on the season. You know, they'd be pretty damn close to being at the top of the Central Division as well in the West. They're only four points behind the Rangers. Uh, they're one point ahead of the Capitals and the Hurricanes, so that Hurricanes game is going to mean a lot uh, that's upcoming if the Flyers want to keep this, this streak rolling, obviously, on Tuesday, November 28th. Um, but let's keep it rolling, boys. Let's keep the fun times going. It's fun to have stress-free hockey. You know, we always do optimistic October on this show. You never know what's going to happen. November's been good to us. Let's keep it going. Why not? Why not have fun hockey? Sure. Is it is it bad for the rebuild? Sure. 
But if you're going to play well, if you're playing good, if this team is having fun together and building as a young core, let them win together. Let them win together. Who knows what could happen? Maybe this is the year that the Flyers just, you know, in the most Flyers way, say, hey, we're just going to play loose hockey and maybe it's going to lead to success. Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, but keep it keep it rolling, boys. It's been impressive. I've been enjoying it through and through. Um, so let's keep it rolling. Go Fly Guys. Uh, last bit of news here with the Water Dogs, Philadelphia's newest squad in the PLL. Um, Coach Copeland has agreed to come on Underground Sports Philadelphia. He's obviously been a uh, recurring guest on the Outside the Box podcast, our official lacrosse podcast on the network. Um, we did his first interview, like I mentioned on the last episode of this pod, and uh, he's down to come on the on the flagship show. I'm excited. I love Cope. I think Matt is going to love Andy Copeland as well. He's just a, a stand-up dude, and um, I think it's going to be really fun to you know introduce him to the fans of Philadelphia through and through get his opinion on the Water Dogs being Philadelphia's team. And uh, I know he's very excited to be here. And I'm excited to have the Water Dogs here. We're going to try to be doing a, a ton of stuff with them, obviously, with Outside the Box, but now also on this show because it's it's fun to have them, just like with the Wings and everything that we're able to do. And we love our relationship with the Wings. And now hopefully we get to, to build something like that with the Water Dogs. Um and it's going to be awesome having the PLL in our backyard. So let's keep it rolling. Shout out to the dogs. Roll dogs. And um, who knows? Maybe we'll get some players as well on the show because we have some relationships with a lot of players. Shout out Christian Scarpello for the follow. Um, knows who we are. The boy. Um, but, yeah, very excited. Shout out to Coach Copeland. I'm very excited. We're, once we figure it out, we'll let you guys know when he's going to come on the show. It'll probably be – easier to navigate once Thanksgiving is over. Um, but once coach Copeland is, uh, all settled and ready to come on the pod, he'll be on here and you'll know. And I'm very excited for it because this show, we typically don't have guests. We've had, you know, guests here and there, Jamil Demby, Corey Nelson, Liam Jenkins has been on the pod before. Um, E-Rock, Gail Saunders, um, Will Parks, Mike Scott, James Seltzer, but it's it's rare that we get guests, and you know it's something that it, it'd be fun to incorporate more on this show. Um, it's just tough when we do live recordings uh, on Wednesday nights, but we'll work it in. If we can record it on a different day and plug it in for you guys. We'll do that. Um, so let us know if there's anybody that you'd like to have us have on the show. Leave it in the YouTube comment section. Uh, and we'll try our best to, to work that out for the people. Um, but that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you're following us on the socials at underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads, facebook.com slash underground sports PHI, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Let's get to 650 subscribers before Thanksgiving. Uh, we got a big episode of Guzman's Gridiron coming up this week as well. Um, at the Double Eagle Saloon and Deck Bars, we get set for Turkey Day, the big one. Finally, Millville on Thursday morning. 
where I'll be on the call with my booth partner, Rich Scarpa. So tune in to that as well this coming Thursday for Turkey Day. Uh, get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground for 10% off your order. And of course, this podcast is presented by the city of Vineland. And whether you're looking, your company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. And their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you are considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. This has been episode number 587 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Welcome home, Knowles. Happy to have you back, brother. Nola. No, 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 Nola. Go Phils. Go Birds. We'll see you guys Wednesday, hopefully talking about a big Eagles win and getting set for Turkey Day. But until then, I'm getting the heck up out of here, and I'm signing off. Peace. I'm